Hello and welcome to a Tellers Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm speaking about you're not special, but you can become a hero nonetheless. And what do I mean by that? Well, in today's society, there seems to be this strange phenomenon where we have a lot of characters in fictional movies, in fictional, like, and in real life as well, where most people feel the phrase, I'm the main character, or I am uh, the hero of this story, uh, or I am the focus. There's a lot of narcissism within society. Now, this is coming from the guy who's talking to a camera on his own right now, so I'm very aware of the irony behind that. And <laughs> <laughs> the level of silliness. But one, what I want to make this podcast about is the idea portrayed within one of the latest shows I, I recently watched. I watched episode 1 to 10 of Cyberpunk, uh, Edge Runners. This became prevalent quite a few months ago. I'm quite behind on s- certain shows. But I thought the message that came from the show was this, that you may have certain features that provide you advantages or disadvantages. But nonetheless, no matter what happens, you are like everyone else in some aspects and some ways. But that doesn't mean that limits you. It actually allows you to push yourself far greater than society expects you to do in the first place. The greatest thing you can have is other people having low expectations for you and you blowing them out of the water. And that's what I got from that show. And it made me really think, why... On social media right now are characters like Patrick Bateman and Tyler Durden from Fight Club coming up. This is a almost like men on the internet are searching for icons and specific people who they can look to in terms of embracing the masculinity side of things. Now, I've talked about um, the masculine and feminine on this podcast before with the warrior, the king, the lover, and the magician. And I think this is a exact replica of that where we've realized there is almost, uh, what would you call it, lacking in society of one side to the other, the lacking of the yin to the yang. And so I want to cover a little, a few characteristics. But before I do that, uh, I do want to think about Neil deGrasse Tyson's recent comment. Well, not recent, it's been a while. He said about this. He said on the Joe Rogan podcast that the universe is so so massive, so huge, so big that the the possibility numerically that you are doing the exact same thing at the exact same time on the other side of the universe or in another parallel universe, you're doing the exact same thing down to the split second. That is how huge and massive the universe we live in exists. And that is it right there. You should be thinking to yourself, well, we live in such a universe that it provides me the opportunity to be able to be the best person I can, knowing that no matter matter what I do, there's still the idea that there's someone else doing the exact same thing. To me, that provides me with this amazing confidence, this amazing idea that, wow, if someone else is doing it, then what I'm doing can't be that bad. The universe isn't falling apart. There is something, somebody out there going through the exact same thing I'm going through to the point to the split second. 
And this is where I find things really interesting. You, may, you know, when I mentioned Patrick Bateman from American Psycho and Tyler Durden from Fight Club, I thought to myself that these are quite extreme characters. And we live in an extreme society, so I totally understand it. But what I don't understand is how you can look to these specific characters. Now, yes, they have some extremely good habits, but they are counteracted by some extremely bad ones, aka psychotic mass murdering psychopaths. Tonight, I, uh, <laughs> I just had to kill a lot of people. And then also blowing up buildings and allowing people to die because of your cause. You don't know where I've been, Lou. What does it say about society now that we've created narcissism to such an extreme that we're idolizing two characters, one of which when it goes on a murdering rampage, killing people who he slightly dislikes because of their non-conformity to his idea of what is right and wrong and what should and shouldn't happen and how he conforms into society and his insecurity is reflected on those people who make him feel insecure and no longer or either too conformist or non-conformist enough. And that's Patrick Bateman. And then you've got Tyler Durden who's so conformist that he has to extremely break out of that by basically creating a cult. So it's a duality, a duality of man that I find fascinating. And I think what I found with Edge Runners in, in coming back to the original show and why I say you're special, you're not special, but and I think that's what we all get into, this level of narcissism, this level of me, me, me. Can we take that a little bit further and let's look into that and say to ourselves, well, yes, I live within here. I live in this one perspective. And I've talked about the bubble before. The bubble perspective allows us to, yes, work well within ourselves, but it also restricts us from understanding the outside world. So much so that we may find ourselves feeling a little bit, how should I say? out of touch and therefore finding ourselves unable to connect with other human beings because we're so out of touch. Now the pandemic was a real like unequaler of this. It caused such a disintegration of human interaction that we now have a society that is struggling to be able to adapt to that and come back in because it's still there. I don't care what anyone says. There's still the essence of the pandemic coming in. And I say you're not special, but you can become the hero by saying this, is that even, even if we remove the narcissism, even if we remove the idea that you are the main character or you're not the hero, you can use it. It doesn't serve you not to think of it. If you can remove this me, 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 you can flip it on its head and say, well, yes, I am the hero, I am the main character. And what would the main character do? What would the hero do? What would the, the hero's journey determine? And the hero always does the right thing in the end. And this is why it makes me kind of sad in society where they say stuff like nice guys finish last. Well, yes, if you don't have the counteract of your dark side and you are pure light, then yes, you will fail. And that's 100% right. But what you're forgetting is this, 
is that the knight in shining armor always wins in all of the stories, no matter what you go through. And that is a reflection of life as well as in the fantasy. And we look in these shows and it worries me a little bit that people are looking at these characters and you'll see this on YouTube Shorts or TikTok or wherever you go. This is becoming prevalent, these characters. You're seeing Peaky Blinders, a clearly a gentleman within a fantasy show who is considered cool because he's a mass murdering psychopath who is a gang leader. Like I understand the coolness, the the quote unquote Sigma vibe of being able to overpower your enemy without actually having to kill anybody. That's a very interesting concept. But at the same time, this is we are in society now where we look more to the Joker than we do to Superman. And it's because apparently, and I've heard this before by, I think it was Michaela Peterson who's saying Superman doesn't have an edge to him, and that's why she prefers Batman. And I always think to myself, yes, but no. Why are we not looking towards the white knights of society? Why has everyone got to have an edge? Because if the more we go down this rabbit hole of darkness, of where everyone has to be the anti-hero. We're going to be looking more to the Vegetas than the Gokus. It is going to start to be a society that closes, like, closer and closer to the edge, so much so that we may find looking in the mirror and not liking what we see. This is why I'm saying you're not special, but you can become the hero. Don't look to the villain. Don't look to the Joker. Don't look to these anti-heroes or these villains, because that's exactly what Tyler Durden and Patrick Bateman are. They are not heroes, they are villains. And yes, Patrick Bateman has an amazing, an amazing, uh, what I would call skin routine and morning routine habits that you could incorporate into your life that are fantastic. Then I apply an herb mint facial mask, which I leave on for 10 minutes while I prepare the rest of my routine. I always use an aftershave lotion with little or no alcohol, because alcohol dries your face out and makes you look older. Then moisturizer, then an anti-aging eye balm, followed by final moisturizing protective lotion. Yes, you could do something, you could take something positive definitely from how he lives his life, but it is thoroughly counteracted by the fact that he's trying to be a conformist whose pure outer shell is all that he has and that all he is, is that outer shell being there for the rest of society. Now, Pat, Tyler Durden is the opposite. He's, that's all he is. He's just things at the beginning, and he slowly starts to realize who he is by splitting himself in half. It's an extremist idea. How do you get out of this idea? Well, it brings me back to cyberpunk, and cyberpunk edge runners. we've got David, who again, is a hero, but he's also a hero who's kind of mis... <laughs> he's misled and he's also misunderstands the journey that he's going on. He incorrectly interprets messages that he receives. So his mum wants him to have a better life. Uh, sadly, she dies within the show. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. But within the show, you realise that he's interpreted messages from the people who look who he looks up to. And they take him down a very dark path that he could 
potentially have avoided. Now, he is in a dystopian world, a dystopian city, where the darkness itself is so great that society feels like it's on the bridge of collapse, but at the same time, it's not too far away from where we could be heading. If we continue to look into the villains rather than the heroes, when did Luke Skywalker, when did Obi-Wan Kenobi, when did Aragorn get forgotten and we're looking so much more to these you know, characters, these villains more than we are to the heroes? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and it doesn't really, it brings me to one of my favorite movies, Wall Street. Again, a character who I shouldn't be looking up to, Gordon Gecko isn't somebody who you should be looking to. He says the famous line, greed, for a better word, is good. That greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, has marked the upward surge of mankind, and greed, you mark my words, will not only save Teldar paper, but that other malfunctioning corporation called the USA. Now, this is where I look at this sentence. You are not special, but you can still be the hero, is similar to greed, for a better word, is good. To some extent, you must understand that you must channel your dark side to be able to balance out the light. To be greedy is good to an extent. Now, Gordon Gecko is also a villain. He is not a good person. He backstabs his way to society. He tears up people's lives without a second thought, all for profit and for egotistical, <laughs> egotistical push forward. And again, increasing that level of narcissism because it's all me, me, me. And you will have recently seen Cristiano Ronaldo coming onto the scene with an interview saying that he was betrayed by Manchester United and that he made it about himself rather than the club. Again, when you get to this level, sometimes you've been the hero for so long that and you forget that you can also become the villain. I think there's a special line within um, The Dark Knight, isn't there, that you live you either live long enough to see yourself become the villain. No, I can't remember the line. I think it's you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that's what Cristiano Ronaldo has happened there as well. And I think the more we look into Fight Club and we look into Patrick Bateman and we look into these opposites these things that even though they've got their shit together like they've they're getting their lives together but it is it's not a good place to end it's the process they're going through is not too bad but it's like the way they get there is not how you want to look at things yes these are movies but they also you're starting to realize that a lot of kids are going to be seeing these things they're going to be seeing clips and they're going to be like well this guy's so, so cool how do you push that forward? I mean, I grew up with heroes who were smiley, happy, and it re reflects with, within myself. Some of the characters that I grew up with were Sora, Donald, Goofy. I was given Goku. Uh, you know, I had all of these characters who were just happy, smiley people growing up. 
and but they were super powerful at the same time because they worked hard and they were still they were the heroes you had hercules uh, who was also a happy-go-lucky character who fought all the way to the end to be the hero what's happened to these characters why are we focusing in on these people who because they have an edge to society that becomes slightly sexy and therefore we idolize people like that i think it's time to really reflect and as a guy who Again, I could easily fall down the narcissistic route. I could easily say that the world is here to revolve around me and therefore I could make everyone else chase around my routine, but I'm not because that's not how the world works and that's not how you should be looking at the world. You should see it, as I said earlier in the bringing it back to the beginning, the universe is so big that you are doing the exact same thing somewhere else. Wouldn't you like it to know that it's good wouldn't you like to think that you are the hero on both sides of the universe? And knowing that you're not special, knowing that you're not, that you could be a replica. This is why I'm always intrigued by people who are scared of saying we live in a simulation. Well, if we live in a simulation, it's one hell of a simulation. It's one hell of a roller coaster ride of life that we live in to be given this opportunity that we call life, to be given this glorious opportunity this amazing place we live in this world and if you live in the west like i do you've been given a greater opportunity than anywhere else you are given the opportunity of life that is by far the best quality of life in history let that sink in for a second and now think to yourself do you still want to idolize villains do you still want to look at the Darth Vaders? Do you still want to look at the Darth Mauls? Do you still want to look at the Patrick Batemans? Do you still want to look at the Tyler Durdens? Do you still want to look at Hades, for instance? It's all in these stories. What happened to Achilles, man? Like these, these heroes, these, these, you know, Perseus, these heroes who went on these grand adventures to do the right thing. And it's almost like we're getting to the point now where that duality is lost. One of my favorite films is called Platoon, similar to, it's been brought up by Goggins before, and I he's, he looks at it as a different reason. He sees it as, as a way of not giving up. I think of the opposite. I think it's a relationship of two fathers. And for the main character, Chris Taylor, ironic, I know, <laughs> he has a choice. He can either choose darkness or light. And he chooses the light path, even though it's the harder path. And even though he will, he's continuously struggling the way through the story to be able to understand where he wants to be. And he could easily go down the dark path of murdering the Vietnamese, raping, murdering, killing, and being in this dark place. But he doesn't, because he has this sense of morality that he's given by one of his fathers, Elias. And that... Barnes, Sergeant Barnes, the opposite, the darkness, who's gone down this path, who's a veteran in the war zone and is brutal in how he does things, may seem the easier path to go down, but it is not the right path. And I think we need to have a little conversation, um, maybe even in the comment section below. If you can think to yourself, well, why? Why do I look to these characters 
and why do I look at them? Because I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say that I am without fault here. I also look at those, I used to watch American Psycho and to, I love, I've got Fight Club on limited edition. It's a great movie, but I don't look at that character and think I want to be like them. It is not the characters that I reflect upon. The people who I look towards are the smiley heroes who have a 99% light side and then they use that 1% darkness that is so powerful that it can defeat all of the other darkness. And that's who you should be looking towards because the white knights are the heroes of the age. Of the, they've never, it's never been the other way around. You've never looked at anti-heroes in stories throughout history. They've never been brought up until recently for some reason. Until cinema has become this way to be able to portray dark people and say, yeah, they were bad, but, you know, we'll give them a pass. And it, it's just this, I don't know. I see YouTubers as well who make blanket statements. Uh, and I, I was guilty of this when I was younger, when I was in my 20s. My, you know, now that I'm a little bit older, I've started to realize what my dad was talking about and you you do realize that the advice you're given by your forebears that you should probably listen in and you don't realize it at the time because you're just kind of trying to define your way but at the same time you think to yourself this this could be right and I could be making these huge blanket statements just based off one thing I've heard or one thing I've seen or one person I've talked about this before on the podcast is we make whole opinions on groups of people without actually seeing the entire group. It's normally just the one person who therefore creates a fog over people. And, and that fog blinds us to the truth. And so you're not special, but you can become the hero as this. We live in a world where there's the possibility that everything you do is already being done. And therefore, you have this opportunity to make it as good as possible. And you can make it better than anything you can possibly dream of. Because you know for a fact that someone else could be potentially doing it. And that doesn't stop it from being any less unique. It just means that you have to work harder in your mind and you have to keep going and you have to keep pushing forward and you have to think to yourself that it would be easier to do the dark than it is to do the light. It is easier to grimace, to frown, than it is to smile. You know, if it, I, I believe I heard a study that it says it takes more muscles in the face to smile than it does, to, no, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to, I can't remember what it is. Oh God, I'm gonna get it the wrong, wrong way around, but one way or the other. It takes more muscles, I think, to frown than it does to smile. And so if you smile more, it's actually, elevates you as a person. It's like the Superman pose or the relaxation pose. It gives you this small dopamine hit to be able to get you through. If you smile, you'll automatically start feeling happier. And because of this, you'll start to realize, what was I sad about in the first place? So I say to you this, is you should be looking more for the heroes within today's society or who, are, who aren't cool, sadly. 
they're not cool characters. I remember before Dragon Ball Z went just it was just Dragon Ball Z. It was like it wasn't super or it wasn't really popular across the internet. I remember when the anime was relatively niche and I used to listen and sorry, not listen. I used to watch the Abridged series, which is amazing and it's on YouTube and it's under um I believe do 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 green no 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 just look up Dragon Ball Z Bridge. It's fantastic. It's so good. I can't remember the the team uh, who did it, but they also did Helsinger Bridge, and it was and that's just as easily as good. And they're fantastic uh, comedic writers who who do that. Point being is this: is it didn't it wasn't nearly as popular, and, it, and Goku wasn't nearly as edgy as he is now. It it feels a little bit more like a a cult following to some extent, and. It, it's strange because the characters I remember as well, you look at Ash Ketchum, he's finally won the Pokemon series. You think to yourself, like, wow, this is amazing. I remember growing up in the early 2000s with Ash Ketchum with the 100 Pokemon and now there's so many more and he's finally won it and he's finally got the gold and it's this lovely feeling of, of realisation of, yes, the guy who does the right thing, who did the right thing, got there in the end. And we should not be looking at murderers, <laughs> cult elitists, um, billionaire, you know, scumbags, and greedy stock market brokers as people to be looking into as characteristics that we should be emulating in society. We should also not be looking at men who look down upon other men, or look down upon women, or look down upon anyone. It is a world where you aren't special, but you can take this journey, you can push yourself forward. And I wanna make this because it really got to me. It really made me realize that you can feel a very negative vibe in the world. And I don't think that should be the case. I don't want us to be thinking that we're going to be creating more psychopaths and or, or more people who are unable to communicate and unable to operate within society and unable to be able to be happy, smiley people. It really scares me a little bit because the more and more I see this, see this reflection of. No, no, see, I'm not going to say that. I will, you, you, I think you knew what I was about to say. I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say this. There are heroes out there that you should be emulating. There's hundreds of historical stories that you can look up that reflect men who've done things in the right way, in the right manner. I start to realize now why my granddad, my dad, and my great-granddad talk about being a gentleman. It's one of the few things in society now that reflects the knights of old. And I don't think that's seen anywhere else. I don't think that there's many people, there aren't many gentlemen left on this earth, I don't think. Proper gentlemen is, is what I see in it. And not, I'm not talking about just posh people, I'm talking about actual gentlemen, like actual knights, almost. And my, I look at my dad, and I think he was probably one of the last gentlemen of his age group, because I don't look at many, I don't see, I've not met, I've, been, I've met so many people on this earth through my travels, not enough, not nearly enough to make a judgment on everybody. But I have seen that the, the lack of that value and the lack of that knight in shining armor viewpoint, this 
focus on characteristics that I don't want to see in my kids, for instance, if I was to have kids or if my friend's kids, I don't, I wouldn't want to see that. And yes, I take pride in how I look. I take pride in how I treat myself and how I'm working out every day and how I'm eating right and how I'm doing these things. And yes, it's, you know, that Patrick Bateman where he's like, I do this, I do that, I do. Yeah, there's those levels. And yes, they're fantastic for you to become a better person, but that does not mean that that person, these characters, these people are characters you should be emulating. You should be emulating the good habits and you should understand that those habits are there to help you, to make you feel clearer up here, to make this brain keep on ticking so that you have a better quality of life and so that the people around you benefit from that and so that when you meet with them, you're a joy to be around because that's what it's all about. There's always going to be this moment in your life where you're going to realize that when you meet up with friends they're either going to say to you that damn that was a great day or they're going to text you and say i can't wait to hang out again or you're not going to hear from them again and i want you to be the person who they always want to have around i want you the viewer you the listener to be the person that people want to be around you want to be the person who everybody wants to talk to who finds themselves in this place where you're a happy smiley person around them and you don't feel weakness because of that because society today is trying to push you down and i'm gonna bring you back up baby <laughs> and if you got this far on the podcast well done you're a you're an absolute endurance warrior of a listener thank you but what i will say is this the specialness that you're looking for this acceptance from society you're not going to get it but what you can get is the hard work, the dedication, the stories you'll create, the amazing accomplishments that you will achieve and in your own heart and in your life that will make you the hero of this story. And if you can do that, well, damn, who cares about being special? So I hope you've got something from this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the ramblings about characteristics found within villains, heroes, all of these things. The man, I mean, I think, I don't, I don't really want to go back into the, the warrior magician, the lover and the king, but I think society's masculinity and femininity is kind of mi mixed up at the moment. And so maybe this will become more prevalent in talking points in the future. Who knows? Nonetheless. Thank you for listening as always. This has been the Telesales Podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. <laughs>